I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. One, two, clink. So we've spent the past 15 minutes looking at other podcasts to try to say, to try to like figure out how to say hello. Because we, we feel like we do like, hi. Hello. Like, yeah, like, hello, hi. It's like, so all annoying. the time. And we've like listened to a bunch of our podcasts recently. We've been like, this is literally so annoying. So we're trying to figure out another way. So if you have any ideas, let us know. But like, we were listening to like a few other podcasts. I'm not going to call them out because I feel like such a bitch doing that because they're really good podcasts. But like, some podcasts just go right into it. Like, we just listened to one that was like, so anyway, my ex cried. And I was, yeah, I was like, like what? what? They didn't even say hi. Like, it's, there's no, right or wrong way to say hi but it's always awkward because it's like you're obviously talking to like I'm talking to you right now I'm talking to an audience I can't see or will never maybe I'll see them sorry that's really like dark but you were talking to like 300,000 people right yeah and but like in reality we're sitting here in our kitchen talking to ourselves literally in our kitchen but like it's just scary because like I would say hello but I feel like that's so wrong it's 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 we're thinking too much into it like we do everything but that's just like us. Yes. So hey, Everything Sarah. Goes. Hey, Sydney. Welcome. Hey. Hi. Hello. Good morning. Good 
do not say any other language. <laughs> We've exhausted Compost that. We have. Yeah. We've done that for like a million other episodes. Anyway, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to crying in public, the chaotic mess that you don't need in your life, but we're going to give to you anyway. That was so brilliant. That Thank should you. be our new tagline. Just kidding. Us um, having 50 taglines and no one knows any of them. <laughs> yeah, so this is the beginning of this podcast. It's been like, what was it? it I don't even oh, know. Um, um, just, just another, another podcast. podcast. Wow, we said at the same time. Are we the same Sex person? Sex in the City with Diverse. Yeah. That was like more of like a, like a description. The podcast that nobody asked for. Yeah. That was something for a that while. That was something for a while. Yeah. That somebody um, else copied. Guys, somebody else literally copied made it. a podcast. And then they, then they DM'd us and they were like, we were so inspired by you that we named our podcast after this. And like, it was very flattering and very nice. And we really appreciated it. We were also kind of like, question mark? Oh, and the other podcast. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Podcast world trauma. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have, like, when we signed with iHeart, they were like, what's your tagline? And we probably did with literally five. And they were like, one. We were like, okay. And it was like, um, shit happens or life happens, yeah. the clean version. Might as well cry about it. And I love that. We should run with that, but we have never, and I mean never, once said that on this show. But if you like look at iHeart, that's our tagline. Yeah. Like on the show in promos and ads. So wait, so I'm gonna start right now. Welcome to Crying in Public. Where life happens, cry about it. Wait, that wasn't it. Are we saying the cleaner or the dirty version? Not dirty, explicit. In the explicit, we should say the explicit version on the podcast, but like when we're broadcasting it, like what? When we're advertising for it promotion wise on other channels marketing wise advertising wise we should say like life happens might as well cry about it but like welcome to crying in public shit happens might as well cry about it we should do that but one of us that's very new opening boom we just figured this the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> so sorry you've been along this journey Thank with us you. welcome yeah. to our brains yeah this is how we work we'll figure out which one's gonna say like welcome to crying in public shit happens might as well cry about it later because like it be that you. intro except, okay whatever yes. yes and then just intro and then into the topic so you guys have probably noticed the two voices are back from last week alone but um yeah so we want to address it on the show just like there are no questions about what happened or rumors or drama because there really is none drama Drama. (laughs) so yeah just like i think people don't understand that not people don't understand Uh, okay what is seldomly understood yeah people seldomly understand um i think people realize that podcasting for so many people almost every other show besides us it's a career like it's something you wake up from nine to five and work on every single day like that is your life your show you know and I think what's unique about us is that like yes we have a business and a podcast we're also full-time students with jobs and internships and social lives and graduating student going to grad school and law school and med school or whatever so I feel like people understand like it's a very very big time commitment um we obviously uh, they're no longer a part of crying in public or was he part of our community and our friends and family etc but um right now it's just gonna be me and sarah doing the show we're super fucking excited like for us this is like a priority for us it's our passion it is a, a career for us like it's our jobs we love us all of our heart we always have and so we're super excited we just wanted to let you know that sophia and claudia really love you guys and they're so grateful for all the time that they've had to spend all the engagement that they've had with you as listeners and they love you and they're gonna miss you a lot and we cannot wait to embark on this new journey with just me and Sydney. And we have all of this content planned and we're so excited to get started and do a little rebranding, do a little, do a little skr skr. A little, a little, little sparkle, sparkle, a little twisty twist. Little, Did you yeah. say embark? I think so. It's not like a Disney ride. We, we are now embarking on this journey. <laughs> Hold on to your heads, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a wild ride. It's the Thunderbound Railroad. Probably literally, bruh, the video of me on that ride, I thought I was going <gasps> to die. That shit was shaking and they're like, it's part of the ride. And I was like, no, it's not. It's so on the next mini-sode. 
mental note, Cindy is going to insert a video of her on a roller coaster. It's and if the, you don't have it, if you can't Mount- find it's, it, I it's have It's Thunder it. Mountain. Yes, on Thunder Mountain Railroad. Di- yeah. Is it in Disney World or Disneyland? Disney World, right? I know you're going to ask me this question. Like, I know the difference between the two. <laughs> Disney World's in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was in Disney World. She was on Thunder Mountain Railroad. And when I say her face was probably the most funny thing I've literally ever seen in my entire life because I don't like it number one and this is literally becoming a Disney podcast <laughs> you're uh, welcome you're yeah, welcome literally, wait did you know I had trouble falling asleep the other night and I listened to like three Disney podcasts if you as dear I'm listeners so dear listeners first of all don't listen to a word Cindy says <laughs> second of all if you ever have trouble falling asleep and need like a dose of happiness like if you have sleep anxiety in any way listen to a disney podcast it's so cute all they talk about is like red velvet mickey waffles and i think it's the most relaxing thing i've ever heard in my life or just watch the nanny as i do but oh the nanny's so good we should know, talk about that after you're done yes you know like the trio they have of like those those roller coasters like space mountain the other one, Rock and Mountain. I don't know. Wait, <laughs> Rock and Mountain. Thunder, Rockin Space, and the Wet One. The the Splash, Splash Mountain. Oh, Thunder. You mean the three mountains? Yeah, four, three. Thun, Thunder, Space, Rock, Thunder, Rock. But then there's also the one in um, Animal Kingdom. But I don't know that one counts. You know, does it? Because that's Splash Mountain. Kingdom. No, the one in Animal Kingdom is the one with the Yeti. The that's a Popeyes ride, isn't it? No, wait, Popeyes. Ah, uh-uh. it's. Okay, wait, the mountains. Okay, whatever, yes, the yes, thunder yes, one, yes. I don't like because their whole thing is like it rocks and stuff. But what if it's just broken? Because <laughs> that could just mean it's broken and they wouldn't fucking. I thought you were just getting the rocks confused. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. Rock one because I like because the music is kind of bomb. Yeah. Anyway, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what are we talking? about? <laughs> Which rides? You, you were talking about the trifecta. Which oh, ones yeah. do you like? No, what are we talking about this like? episode? How did we get here? I don't know how. We, how did we get here? How okay. Anyway, did we get here. Wait, you know that, what we should do? We should record a little clip of us harmonizing and be like how did, did we get here because it happens every episode <laughs> okay so ignore that 20 minute diversion so, are you doing the intro yes okay yeah <laughs> no my favorite part of the mini is the five minute clip of your literally horse laughing <laughs> bro it kills me every time it's near the, it's near the end because i like that part a lot no it's like literally in the dead smack in the middle really yes so today's topic is very near and dear oh, to my heart. Oh, we're this entire time? Yes. I thought we were literally just talking out of our ass. No, girl. We're talking about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. We are talking about... <laughs> our hearts. It, our hearts collectively, collectively. Our collective bleeding heart. Yes. We are talking about our men, or men in general, who have girlfriends, who also, in addition to their girlfriends, have the girlfriend. Friend in quotes. So there's, yeah, the girl space quote friend. Friend, yeah. So if... Uh, this is actually a very popular trend on TikTok. So if you're active on TikTok, I'm sure you are, because who isn't? There's this girl who, or several girls, honestly, at this point, they're all blonde, <laughs> which I think is hilarious, who they take upon the caricature of the girl friend, and they kind of, like, character, oh they, they get caption it as, like, your, the girl who's, like, obsessed with your guy. And they always name it, too. Like, I remember there's, like, Amber, Penelope, it's hilarious. Penelope. Yeah, and it, they're always, like, weird-ass names, and they're always, like, oh, my God. It's Jason? Like, it's, like, it's ja- Jason. Yeah, Jason! You know exactly what I'm talking about. It's Jason and I's tradition to, like, give each other green roses on Val- on uh, St. Patty's Day. Was it weird shopping with your boyfriend for roses for another woman? It's, like, stuff like that. So I think... Um, especially triggered by those videos, uh, which we like absolutely love. We like follow all the girls. They're hilarious and just brilliant creators. We think that an, an entire 60 minute episode should absolutely 100% be dedicated to this topic because it is 
crazy the girl you're talking about so i know the exact person in my mind like i obviously have a tie to the issue as most people do if like their boyfriends or like whoever they're talking to do have girl best friends but the girl you're talking about does it so perfectly it triggers my fight or flight like i get angry watching and i'm like i have no stake in this conversation i don't know who the hell jason is i don't know this girl but i'm angry for the girl i know that it's fake but in the comments i'm like cindy breathe it is fake it does not have to do with you calm down it makes comments, me so mad all the comments are literally like it's just a character it's just, it's it's just, just a skit it's, it's just a story fake. It's, fake. it's fake it's a but tiktok because that's how accurate it is so later on in the episode i'll tell my stories cindy will tell her stories it'll be really brilliant so we'll get into like the personalization of this conversation later so we came up with the g friend which is the girl best friend so girlfriend relationship g friend girl best friend uh first we're gonna just talk a little bit more about like the girl friend and what exact role she plays in the situation because it is confusing because you have the girlfriend and then the girl he's not even just like necessarily your boyfriend any guy of interest in it's we've had a conversation in the episode already about like girl can girls just have guy best friends i don't even know what the verdict was on that topic i think the answer was no there's always some kind of like sexual something yeah interest whatever so think about the other flip side of things so like when you aren't in a relationship with a guy or like friends with a guy close to the guy whatever that also has a quote-unquote girl best friend as a girlfriend as someone in that relationship can you ever like fully trust that friendship you know like can you leave them alone and not worry about it and like some people that are like really secure in their relationship like are like yes people like oh they can hang out have sleepovers but i'm not that person like absolutely not. not not only just because like i don't trust the girl I don't something about it makes me uncomfortable like obviously I'm not gonna say you can't have friends you can't have best friends you can't have girlfriends like that's crazy I don't even think it's a security yeah. matter I don't think it's like because I think there's a line between like how secure you are in your relationship and just a line that you genuinely do not cross yeah why would you have a sleep like if I know if I had another sleepover with a guy in my room I'm not saying my boyfriend does this because he would never but like if I had a sleepover with another guy in my room, he would have a genuine conniption. Conniption. Exactly. So if he had a sleepover with a girl like on his floor, she was too drunk, she was in his room for any reason whatsoever, I literally like freak out. Like I remember um, Pony Boy, who's my boyfriend for like new listeners or anyone who like doesn't Does remember. Know. <laughs> has hey, no idea who this good, man is. Good thing about the new show is that you only have to know like two nicknames now. Yeah, now you You're welcome. Only have to know two code names, but like. Why would you ever do that in in, in specific heterosexual relationships if it's like a a girl and a guy and then another girl best friend? Why would you ever do that? I like you said. I know that they would never be okay with me sleep, even if that was like my day one homie bro punch you on the arm best friend. Literally, like my brother. If I stayed in their apartment alone. Not only alone, in their room, in their, like, they would literally lose it. But the minute, the absolute minute that the girl feels that way, it's suddenly, like, a huge issue. And I don't, like, I don't understand that. Because I think one thing is that obviously was a problem in my relationship with Mr. Medium is that obviously, like, when your guy has the girl best friend, that's the person they go to when they're having relationship problems. And if there's ever an inkling, a connection, like, some type of feelings at all there... Obviously, they're going to feed things into his mind that are like, oh, she's being crazy. Like, we're just besties. Like, of course, you can stay over in my room. And for me, it's just like, that's what drives me crazy. Because, like, obviously, you know that, like, girls think of things a very certain way. So, like, having that 
sinking into their oven. It's like the little picture they have on the cartoon where it's like the angel and devil on one shoulder and yeah. on the other shoulder. That's what it feels like to me because it's like I have no idea what they're feeding into their minds. And like if you're close to the girl, that's one thing. But like if you like for Mr. Medium, I don't know the other girl. I've met her once and it was not a nice situation whatsoever or fun. That is an so, interesting um, line. And that is something we should absolutely talk about is if you know the girl beforehand – is it okay? And to what extent? Like, do you have any personal situations where you'd be like, oh, it's okay because, like, A, do you know her? B, do you know she's not a threat? Et cetera, et cetera. Like, C, is she literally his sister? Like, stuff like that. I mean, the sibling thing was a joke, but you know what I mean. Because it's like my high school boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) The one y'all know about at this point. Yes, literally ill. His girl best friend, I was friends with, like, close friends. Not, like, in my friend group close, but, like, we had, like, same extracurriculars. Like, we texted. Like, we were chill. So I didn't have any problem with them. The thing is, they used to date. So in my mind, there was always some kind of like, this is kind of weird, but like, I trusted them like alone completely. Yeah. But I think that that's where it's like a very fine line. Like if you know, I think you can't even be like blanket described in any way because like it depends on the exact person. Like there are some people I just trust when I trust other people because I know who they are. I know their character. I know their intentions just like a big thing intentions like this girl that mr medium so just to like explain the girl and i had the same first name spelled differently and i spelled the cool way and (laughs) we went to his law school's gala like two years ago it's really fancy by the way it's It's like a like not even a gala it's like think of it more as like a A benefit yeah Yeah, like like a a benefit ball like a mask ball but without the masks it's crazy fancy and it's funny though because i got this nice ass dress and still guacamole all over it on the way to the the benefit but whatever so it's my first time meeting her and obviously i knew that like he had like a school boy crush on her for like all of law school like blah 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 she's gorgeous whatever and then we get to the thing, and I'm, I'm scared to meet her because I'm like, obviously someone that's important in his life. I'm right. important in his life. So obviously us, the pressure for us to get along was like very, very tense, very strong. And so finally I meet her and she just goes, we have the same name. Or you took my name. I forgot what the exact wording was. She's like, you took my name. If she said you took my name, that's probably the most idiotic high school thing I've literally ever heard in my life. I was, in my head, I was like, is she trying to be funny? Because I feel bad because like she probably thinks that's funny in her head. Yeah, what? But I was like, like ha ha. And I thought that, like, maybe that's, like, an awkward lead-in to, like, us having a, a conversation. But she turned her back to me and starts, like, fondling my man. And I'm just, like, are you trying to intimidate me? Mind you, she's six years older than me, so, like, I probably should be intimidated. But, like, I'm not intimidated. So I was just, like, and something about that just, like, rubbed me the wrong way. And, like, since then I had a bad taste of her in my mouth. And then it's a flashback, flash forward, go forward. What's oh, flash forward, you got it. Yeah, flash, flash forward. forward. <laughs> to literally two weekends ago, like, a year and a half, two years later. They're still best friends. I still don't like her. I don't trust her. Because I know he's, like, low-key in love with her, whatever. He goes to her apartment to get dinner. Doesn't tell me. Doesn't tell me that they're together. Doesn't text me the entire time they are together. Stays the night. I see his location in the morning, and he turns all his locations off for me. And of course, we're me, him, and Sarah are having brunch the next day. So, like, of course, we all like, have of course we having the brunch day. the next That's morning. That's actually crazy to me. So I see his location at the girl's place, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a fun brunch. I'm getting ready, and I'm I'm livid. Like, ask Sarah, I'm, I'm livid. Yeah. Finally, mind you, he didn't turn location on still, but he we get to brunch, and I just I I let it go. I was like, so what were we doing at her house last night or her place? And he was like, you're so dramatic, you're so melodramatic, like, really chill, like, and I was like, you literally turn your location off for me, that's just, in my head, it's, that's you saying, I have something to be guilty about, so let me turn it off. And then he was like, well, she told me I should. And I was like, 
why in the hoo-ha, hee-ha hell are you going to her for advice about me and you? Like, she's not a part of a relationship. It's, she might be Sydney, but it's not the one in this relationship. So that's the issue. Also, and for the me, fact that you would go to her for advice makes no sense because she does have, she has no idea who you are. No so, of course, she's going to be all. biased towards Dan, number one. And, of course, she's like, you stay at my place. Like, just turn your location off. He never turned it back on either. And I, I hated her before, but now it's like absolutely not. Like it's an X in my brain. Also, what I think the listeners don't know is the fact that she explicitly, like it's confirmed, proved, told, like she told him to turn his location off. Told him to turn off. it off for like, me. He, she heavily, heavily advised it, which is crazy. And he, and he's defending her. And I'm just like, you know what? If you, if you like her so much, go have fun with her. How about that? And that's why we were in a rocky place. <laughs> the, rocky the rocks. Mountains. We're on the rocks. <laughs> you know that like TikTok sound that's like no more Fortnite. Yeah. I never that's understood that. I think the, like the trend is funny, but I don't get where the noise came from. Me neither. Probably some, uh, all, all men on TikTok have to talk about Fortnite. Anyway, one thing that drives me crazy that all girl quote friends do is they touch the arm. You know, like for example, oh, I'm, I'm gonna mimic the, with it with right now. I, my blood's already boiling. Yeah. I can already feel if my. If the fingers. men have like their arms like ready to go, right? They're big like muscular arms. The girlfriend, whenever they make a joke or whenever he makes a joke, they automatically have to go ha 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 and like drag their hand down their arm. And you, meanwhile, you, the other girl, are sitting there going, "I just growled." What just literally you growling internally? Growled. Like I will literally bite your nose off. Like, what was that? Even like the way they hug them, and they're like, "Oh my god, I missed you." So so much just the way like i just i don't know but like it sucks because on one hand it's like i should have enough trust in my relationship where it shouldn't be an issue you know but like for some reason for me it's deeper than that because i and i'm not even blaming the girl in the situation like sometimes it's definitely the girl's fault but i hate when people always put like when guys cheat they blame the girl it's yeah. definitely the guy's fault for enabling that behavior and making her feel comfortable enough to do that in front of me yeah. and feel no like weird type of way about it you know so i don't know yeah like one of those girls on tiktoks a lot of the comments they have a point because a lot of the comments that get like ninety thousand likes are like the girls going like fuck jason because why has he been letting this go on so long like especially him having a girlfriend like actually like being in a relationship now why is he letting this go on so far where and also this one girl like duets these and she acts like kind of like the unbothered girlfriend but like and and it's cute and like it's great and it's funny and it's great for like comedic relief and stuff but honestly I think like you're borderline of like acting like you don't care about your man because I don't know because if you ever did that to a guy when your man was okay with you having sleepovers with a guy and like getting him green beer for St. Patrick's Day in exchange for green roses wouldn't your man be pressed? I look at a guy wrong and Mr. Video has a problem with it. Yeah. But, like, also, the most important point of this entire episode is think about this, think about this. Ready? I'm a rom-com aficionado. Like, I love rom-coms. Yeah. And except for The Notebook, so the notebook just kidding. sucks. I'm so sorry. That's a whole other conversation. I think that movie's awful. I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. No, why? I literally hate the notebook. It's so bad. Why? Sorry, later. There's so many things about it. Whatever. Okay. I hate you. They're like half of the rom-com <laughs> genre itself is literally the girl has a guy best friend who's getting married and she realizes after he gets engaged she's in love with him and then he gets to the altar and she ruins the wedding and they get married 13 going on 30 man of honor i forgot is it made a man of honor it's like her guy best friend is a maid of honor whatever there's literally an entire genre of movies about the other girl best friend stealing your husband away. It's not for imagination. It's for a reason. Even the wedding planner, like someone who you could least expect, just like swoops in and steals your man. But most of the time, it's not even like, well, I don't even want to say most of the time. I think obviously if there's ever another woman, two parties are to blame very, very equally. Because if it's, except in the very rare occasion that the girl does not know that the man is seeing anybody regardless if you were the girl and you know that this specific guy that you want to fuck because of your primal urges like if you know that he's dating someone and if you sleep with that guy it's equally your fault as it is his fault because not only are you screwing over some other girl who you've never met for no reason that you have no vendetta against there's so many so many things that have to like i just want to address about this yes it's like number one the men in the rom-com and in real life why are your feelings so fickle that you've met someone for literally like 20 years you don't realize till you're about to get married that you like them like you're dating this other girl for what five years engaged and you didn't notice you liked someone else like stupid as someone who does have guy best friends who i do find attractive obviously they're attractive people great people are friends with them obviously that have girlfriends not once in my hat head my hat never once in my heart never once in my head have i been like 
should I flirt with him and make her uncomfortable, like, just to be funny? Like, should I touch his arm? Should I laugh with him? Like, in my head, if anything, I'm like, I don't want this girl to think there's ever going to be a problem with hanging out alone or being uncomfortable. Because, like, I hang out with my guy person a lot. We get drinks, like, maybe twice a week. And he has a girlfriend. But not, not only are they so secure in their relationship that, like, that's never going to be an issue, I have never once given her an, even an inkling that I would ever do anything inappropriate with him that would, like, jeopardize their relationship. Because I think yeah. that's disgusting. And I just would never want to be in the other side of that. So why would I do it to someone else, you know? Yeah, and I feel like there's also a line. Like, you and him go out and get drinks and get dinner casually. He doesn't, like, sleep over in your bed at the apartment. Or you don't get him, like, green beer for Val- like for St. Patty's. I love like- this green beer thing you keep going <laughs> back to. It's TikTok, but, I swear. Like, with the girl we were talking about earlier, yeah. Sydney, I can say her name because it's my name. Yeah. But if my guy best friend was sleeping over, I would never suggest not only do you sleep over, sleep in my bed and turn your location off. I would never, I would say, you know what? Text your girlfriend or your girl, your whoever you're seeing, I'm not going to give them labels, and tell her you're staying here so she doesn't feel uncomfortable with you being here. Like, wouldn't that not go through your head? I don't know. Dumb in the head. Because that's what I would do. I don't understand. Yeah, it's also, like, even if you are, like, let's say you're not just the girlfriend, but you're, like, the mistress or something. Not the mistress. If you have, yeah, like, the literal, like, other women. If Woman, women, woman. The other woman. Are we woman. okay tonight? Woman. Grammar line. Grammar time. Yeah, we've been having a hard night, you guys. I'm really sorry. But, like, let's, let's say you are the other woman and, like, you know, you do find yourself in a little bit of a conniption. I love that word. I've been using it for three days straight. It's awesome. I'm so dead. But let's say you do find yourself in a pickle and you are in this situation. If you have this mindset where it's like, oh, oh, men want me. Like, just like text the girl. Like, why wouldn't you just DM the girl? Okay, would you DM the girl? And not do anything with the guy. Yes. Okay, but like imagine this, Pony Boy. That's Sarah's boyfriend. Yes. Imagine if Pony Boy's girl best friend DM'd you or texted you that she had feelings for him. What, well, how do you even respond to that? What would you do? It's like, in my head, it's like, I would blow up. Like, I would literally start, I would lose it. I would lose it. But like, how do you respond to that? And be like, oh, I'm, thank you for telling me. Like, how do you respond to that? I don't know. Like, how, how would you respond to that if that happened right now? I think this, this is where like our difference lies. If I ever had, I've had plenty of like crushes on kind of, I don't know, men with other girlfriends, but like I've never actually, but I've never, but that's not the difference between you and me. That's obviously not the difference that I was talking about, but I think like the difference here is that like I have trouble having feelings for someone. Yeah. You know, I have no trouble disregarding my feelings for someone. Whereas Sydney, I wish I could be more like Sydney. She's very like feeling and very passionate about, about a romantic relationship. If- if Sydney, like, what would happen ever? Do you think she would? D- she okay? No, one because we don't follow each other, like anything like that, on any social media or have any kind of contact. But if she did, I would have a meltdown. Okay, so I'm I'm a cancer. You guys probably know that now. I don't know what's wrong with me, but like, I either feel nothing like at all about something, or I feel it to the nth degree. Like on the bathroom floor crying dramatically while steam rolls around me and I feel like I'm in a sauna. And also our bathroom for context is genuinely the size of a uh, three inch closet. Yeah. And she finds a way. I find a way. Hurt this tiny ass person finds a way. I create a way. That's what I do. <laughs> I don't know why. It's so therapeutic to me. How? Okay. Okay. But like, okay. Also kind of like not related to the, the conversation that whole, but just so what we're talking about right now. When you do, like, in your personal relationship, have problems with your boyfriend, like, what's your first instinct? Because I feel like there's multiple types of people. Like, yes. okay, there's the one type of pe- person. 
who will like open their notes app and literally create like a 10 page essay about what's wrong, what's wrong with the situation. Sarah's pointing at me right now because I'm literally that kind of person. <laughs> um, I'll tell that story later. Yeah. Um, there's a kind that just like, I'm not dealing with her. I, I want space right now. Like I don't want to talk about things. That's Sarah. I'm not dealing with this right now. And the kind of person that just like lets themselves feel everything in that moment. Like yeah. you cry, you sob, like you're done. Like I'm not talking to you until I feel all of this pain go away. I'm driving to your house. I'm knocking on your door. I'm sobbing. I I think if I lived in a city that was not New York where I could drive, I'd be the third person. <laughs> but and I don't want to subway all the way over there. So not to answer the door. You totally would because you can't even like drive. You have to like pay money. Like and you're like, like hmm, subway. Money, relationship value. Hmm, you know what I mean? There's a, exactly. a very real difference there. I'm a notes person. Okay, so... I, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life, and it's so embarrassing to admit, you know, this it's is a podcast. Not, it's a smart thing that I wish I would do, honestly, sometimes. So, for Mr. Medium, I have two, in my notes app, I have two different documents. One is called Hate Him, and one is called Don't Hate Him. So, whenever he goes out, he's like, be like super, super nice to me, or does something that, like, I genuinely appreciate, makes me feel valued. I take a screenshot, or, like, I write a note about it, and put it in Don't Hate Him. When he does something bad, like sleep over at his friend's house, I put it in the hate him column. And I'm feeling very angry. I'll just go through it, remind myself of who the fuck I am and my value. And like, should I let a guy treat me like this, make this cry or this upset? I mean, yes, I'm going to cry anyway. But it's a reminder for me to do that. You're a cancer after I'm all. I'm a cancer, So don't yeah. have too, much expe- too many expectations And so when I yourself. write that notes app, apology, not apology, all of my receipts already organized by date and situation. You know, it makes, that sounds so toxic and it definitely is, but it's just how I deal with things. It sounds so bad. Talking more about like the G friend. I think other ways that they seem to snake their way toxically into a situation is by degrading or not degrading. That's a kind of a very sexual term now, but kind of like patronizing slash demeaning is the word I was looking for. The girlfriend. So kind of being like the, the thing you would say to the girl you're intimidated by regardless of boyfriend is what they would say to the girl with the boyfriend so like if I went up to this girl at a party who I was intimidated by or kind of hated and be like oh wow it's very brave of you to wear those jeans I can never pull that off wow like it's always like that saying that to the girlfriend in front of the boyfriend like for the point of making them seem bad in front of their boyfriend as I think this is more of advice but for people who are in relationships, I think there's obviously a lot of things you have to learn about being in that kind of situation. But like, obviously, when you're going from being single to being with someone seriously, like, you no longer have to put only you and your thoughts and your perception into mind. You know, you have to think, well, I may see this as purely platonic and, like, in no way inappropriate. How would I see it from their perspective? So I feel like it's something that's very hard for people to learn, especially if you're, like, used to being very independent and on your, like, on your own and only thinking for yourself. It's hard to now be thinking for two people, you know? And so for people who are in this kind of situation where, like, your significant other does have, like, a friend of the sex they're attracted to, I think that obviously it's a very slippery slope because, like, we're literally sitting here, like, whining and crying about our situations with it so much phlegm oh, oh my god you said crying it did the here's here's a quirk about sydney that i i really really enjoy oh my god every time where she's number one just not upset in general but number two is making a point that she's not upset she uh, sounds like she's upset it makes me so mad bro yeah. it'd, be, it'd be it'd literally be betraying your own body like yeah if someone yells at me or like i'm in a fight with someone or like I'm not trying to be upset, I'm trying to like, cordial conversation, my my voice will start to break. 
And I'm like, I'm not even sad. I'm angry. But from my mind, the only like bodily function that is emotional besides smiling and laughing is literally crying for any emotion. But back to what we were talking about. I think that if you are in a situation where like your significant other does have a best friend of like the opposite sex or like of the same sex they might be attracted to, number one, communication is the most important thing. And I feel like no matter what your problem is in a relationship, the number one thing you can do is communicate. Not only to explain your side, but to understand the other person's side. So I feel like one, communicate that while you understand that they're upset or could potentially be upset about the situation or about the person, that you will never cross that line. Communicate your intentions. They are my best friend nothing more, nothing less. If it ever crosses a line or a boundary, I will tell you, I'll be honest about it, I'll be upfront about it, and I'll make sure it never happens again. Like, I think as long as you communicate that clearly and like understand that it's not necessarily jealousy, it's that you're scared of your relationship, you know? So I think communication is like a big thing. But, like, what else would you like give advice for if you are in the situation? Either the person who has the best friend or a person who's upset about it. Like, what's your advice for them? Well, just completely following what you said, because I think you like nailed it right on the head. Is that the expression? I don't know, but I'm going to say it anyway because it sounded really good in my noggin. I think the main thing the main thing in any situation ever is like communication. And I think that if you communicate to that person that you're not trying to fight, you're not trying to spark something and like you're not intimidated, but like you actually love them and you want to make sure that you're both on the same page. Like it's not about you being threatened by some other girl or guy or whatever your situation may be. It's about the fact that you love that person and you want to make sure that you guys are on the same level as you were before wavelength level whatever it may be I think that that's really really important so almost exactly what Sydney just said just emphasizing the point that like it's all out of care and concern and not out of vindictiveness or hypocrisy I agree like we as communications majors uh always communicate it's the best thing you can do yes but we always tell the other person how we feel also just like just be wary of like boundaries because I feel like also one thing people don't really talk about because, like, it's so awkward sometimes, depending on your relationship, to, like, be with someone and have a combo about boundaries. Like, do you do it when you first date, on your first date, after you're serious, once you're, like, in a long-term, like, how do you, I haven't had that conversation with my Mr. Medium about boundaries. It's, like, I think we assume that it's known, but, like, if you make it clear that, like, I am fine with you having, like, friends, I'm not going to dictate you, dictate to you who you can and cannot hang out with, but for me, I don't feel comfortable if you stay over their place or if you get physical and that's just a boundary that I have and being able to communicate that and like make clear discussed boundaries is so important not even just in terms of like this situation but I think in general it's how you avoid probably most of your problems in a relationship just like outlining that and respecting them also yeah and I think another really important thing here is that like there's different ways that you talk to certain people about it like if it's with your man and this is kind of more like a funny point but if it's with your man or your girl or whatever like there's a way to say it but if it's with like one of your close friends who is of a gender slash sex you're not attracted to or like even just whatever like a close friend in general or like a sibling or cousin or family or whatever guidance scales I don't care it's good to get some anger out as long as it's not on social media as long as it doesn't like harm the other person I think it's totally fine and I think that it's also almost kind of necessary in order to move on from the situation I'm not trying to say like you know be a bitch I'm just trying to say like you know there's no harm in kind of confiding in someone or even getting a little unnecessarily angry as long as it's not directed towards the people you love and I'm sure that you can agree yes and no the funny thing is is like so this whole like thing when this medium happened like what a week ago two yeah. weeks ago it's like Sarah I'm about to lose it so I lost it in front of Sarah for like 10 minutes like you know what I'm gonna go to brunch I'm gonna have my little I'm gonna be peaceful I'm going to be literally serenity 
that's my new name, Serenity Winter. And so we get to that. We get to this. I like give myself a pep talk. Sound like a stripper. Serenity, Serenity Winter. Winter. <laughs> Shut up. Anything name with my name sounds like a stripper name. Sydney Winter is a Serenity Winter. My, my nickname in cheer was Sugar Tits. Like, wait. I, you tell me that a lot, and every single time you tell me, I'm like, why? I don't even know. I think it's everyone on our team was flat-chested, and I wasn't. Oh, period. Cute. Yes. My coach, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what? That's yeah, a, a whole other story. <laughs> so oh. I was like, I'm going to use fucking Serenity. I gave him some pep talks. Here, gave me a pep talk. We walk into this brunch. I sat down. I was, Ugh. I unleashed. I literally, Sarah went to the bathroom when we first sat down. I screamed at him for five minutes straight. And he was like, hello to you too. And I was like, oh, no, 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 hello. We're having a conversation about this. And then Sarah came a back. Chat. A little chitty chat. I feel like but, it came back way too soon. I didn't mean yeah, to. Yeah, no, it's okay. It was, it was good timing. But like, obviously I'm not going to like say anything to the girl or like cross any lines that way. But she best realized that I not only bark, but I bite as well. It's all I have to say. I'm peaceful. I don't need to be peaceful. But I obviously don't. I don't encourage violence. But I think that if you cross the line with me, there's going to be an issue. We don't want issues here, you know. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that three-hour philosophy show change the drive into work in traffic so slow connect the dishes to voices that glow thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio connect the stories change your perspective Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Yeah, that reminds me more specifically of another situation where it's 100% the girl's fault. 100% not my insecurities, blah, blah, blah. So apparently like a week, my boyfriend and I are long distance. So a week before I came to visit him for a weekend, apparently G friend took a sip out of his drink and was like all over him kind of and was like talking to him and like like drinking out of his same cup 
during COVID and it wasn't even at a party it was just like she was over with like one other person and was like all over him was like doing the whole arm thing and he is so sweet he like texted me about it and was like hey just wanted to let you know like this girl is literally all over me and I swear to god like I'm actually treating her really badly right now he was like I I kind of like want your advice because he's like I've been I've been being kind of rude to her honestly I've just been like all right like being very very short with her like what do you what should I do she's literally all over me blah 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 she like knows who you are too like that's what he said he was like he like knows that I'm dating you so and he it was very cute like the way he handled the situation was absolutely adorable and like anything that I could ever ask wherever be rude to her apparently she's just a nuisance in general and like none of them actually like her they just feel bad for her blah 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 like I hate saying that but like that's just what he tells me because they're guys and they don't care you know what I mean like they're just they're guys so they can like say stuff like that and like not have any repercussions anyway that I mean that's kind of the end of the story (laughs) I think it's like nice okay this is something I think needs to be made really clear like we're not hating on the girls whatsoever because like I'm hating on this girl I'm (laughs) not even support girls I'm sorry I mean it's nice that. but I also think to be fair this is how I'm gonna fix it I have something so great planned in my brain um to be fair I don't think she realized necessarily in the forefront of her noggin like what she was saying and what she was saying a few weeks ago when she was talking to Pony because I understand like when in high school I was that way where I just kind of said stuff and didn't really think about it before I said it like it was just kind of a dull roar I didn't really listen to like what I was saying so it would get me in a lot of trouble like I had a really big mouth a few years ago which it definitely got me in a lot of trouble with like my friend groups and guys and stuff like that so I I completely understand where she's coming from and I don't blame her I'm not threatened I'm not intimidated and actually she was really truly very nice and she wasn't you could tell like she wasn't trying to demean me but I felt demeaned and patronized if that makes sense like, you know what I mean yeah like unintentional but like because well you wouldn't you feel demeaned dear listeners if someone came up to you and was like oh you're a math major oh very brave of you yeah I think people like you know trying to be well-intentioned but like they don't understand how it's gonna be perceived yeah it's like such a big thing we're not like necessarily like hating on the girls. I just think that like the whole idea of like girls respecting girls or girls supporting girls is so big because like are you going to hurt someone or ruin someone's like happiness relationship just because you like just want it like I don't understand that for me because it's like girls okay like the other woman or the side chick that like get the guy I hate the term side chick. I guess it's remistress, whatever. I'm never saying like they think they're gonna get this guy. I'm not gonna do the same thing to them. Like I, I that narrative never make any sense to me. Like they're gonna do this. They're gonna treat you the same way they treat that girl. You know, like and I don't care how long you've been friends, how special you are. Like if he's willing to do that to someone he quote unquote loved or was with, why would I do the same thing to you? So I think that like if you are in a situation where you're the the you're the girlfriend who has feelings for the guy, number one, don't bring that up now that he's in a relationship. You should have realized that before, if you could have. But two, don't ruin someone's chance at happiness or like stability or love or et cetera, just because you suddenly have like a feelings. It could just be jealousy. It could be you're losing time with your best friend that you want back, or that you now see how great of a guy he is because he's in a relationship. So I feel like there's like so many nuances to that situation. And like obviously we're not hating on girls or like being pick bees. I just think that like the girls supporting girls thing is so big to me. Like I would never want to ruin another girl's happiness because I think this guy is hot or I want to sleep with him or I think he should like me more than her. It's like that's that jealousy to me is just like it's gross. It's not cute girly. I think you're right on the money here because a lot Thank of it you. is not even like price is right. You're welcome. Price of the shark tank. Eh. <laughs> well, I think the price of the shark tank. New I show coming soon. Oh no. Crying in public what I don't know but I think a lot of it is like perception and what you're thinking of subconsciously and like you have to be 
very very cognizant of that fact cognizant mm, yummy or per, wait what was it per, per we know not <laughs> i was like per preference, preference yes <laughs> a lot of it is like i think a lot of jealousy insecurity and intimidation comes from the subconscious i don't think you're ever walking around thinking in the forefront of your brain that you're intimidated by someone because no one thinks like that ever you know what I mean like that that would just ruin one's ego and so no one thinks like that but I think walking around realizing like what I was saying earlier your own hypocrisy and your own bias and really really making an effort how someone else could take it and not just saying it because you think it's right but like how someone else could take it I think is like the key thing here I agree. Sorry, I believe I was going to burp. Why do we have so much gas I'm today? burping 80 million times this episode. Guys, this is what happens when not only are we in midterm season, not only are we like literally... So, me and Sarah fit on our health grind this fucking week. We've been working out every day, eating healthy. Well, at least I have. I'm kidding. Having green juices and all this Which shit. Which Sarah are you talking about? All this healthy right. shit. And then, of course, tonight we're shopping and we're like, let's just get some fucking pasta. So, we get pasta... And this is what happens after you literally eat your body weight in pasta and you have to record a full episode. Do I regret it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I should have saved some for tomorrow because now I'm going to miss it. Stop. 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 So I'm not own language. Yeah. The entire last one is going to be random shit. Yeah, it talking. is. So let's get ready. Did you ever have that kid in your grade where they like had this hidden language and they tried to teach you it, but they had no idea what the hidden language was about? I told you. Because it was me. I was that kid. In sixth grade, that kid used to wear shorts on his head and he had the meeps. And it was, I know, a rhino. It's awesome. A possum. It's a wannabe wallaby. It's a funky femur. I don't know. What are you saying right now? He had, like, languages and songs and, like, little animals. And, like, all the boys would try to learn it and, like, tease the girls. But somewhat related to the topic, (laughs) just to, like, round it about. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Um, Okay. So just to wrap this up, today we talked about how to deal, not even how to deal with, our own personal struggles with and how to deal with, like, I guess... Not necessarily je- jealousy, but just uncomfortableness. Is that a word? Uncomfiness? Uncomfort. Un- discomfort. discomfort. <laughs> We're literally so dumb. Just like not feeling comfortable with your significant other having a friend of the sex they're attracted to just because of like maybe the way that they act around them or like a past history, like how to come to terms with that, how to deal with that. In our situations, in our advice, like we always say, our big thing is communication number one and number two voicing your concerns and three having cordial conversations about how to deal with them because i feel like without that girl it's gonna go tumbling down and we're gonna like give you updates next episode about how our situations are going because i know as of right now mine's still a very fresh problem that i haven't solved yet and we're still fighting about so if i ever do come to terms with that and i reduce solve it i'll let you know how i did it because right now it's just like not working how yeah, about like, you? these are both current situations they're very current situations so you're welcome sorry you guys i have the hiccups right now so i said i have hiccups are such an odd phenomenon i get they, them for they, so they long they just be coming for no reason i get them for do they ever hurt when you get them yeah i have fun with my whole chest because i'm a passionate person i get them for so long and it sounds like my insides it feels like my insides are rising into my esophagus and through my mouth for a second like up here and and then going back down thank you for the anatomical description you're welcome because like, i know you wanted to hear i hate when they're like just drink water like boo i'm like it's not gonna fix my hiccups i hate people do that yeah. i don't think there's any way to solve them besides just like living through it yeah oh my god have you ever seen baby hiccups they're so cute because they get so scared they're yeah, like they're what's like- happening and then they, they stop getting the hiccups because they get so scared. Yeah. They're like, hey. 
that's you know, that's the mind doing things for yourself. Yeah. That made no sense. <laughs> the mind. The mind. The, are we literally? literally I don't think we so. cannot do it. Yeah. No. The mind, it, the body, the subconscious working as one. So we're right. booling right now, if you guys can't tell. Bullying. That's the one thing about Sarah and I. It's like, I'm so glad we do the show together from, yeah. like, now on. Because, like, obviously, we have such a good time together. We think alike. We have great, just great stories together. But also, we cannot take anything seriously. No. Like, her and I will literally sit here and laugh for 30 minutes straight and get no work done. But also be productive together at the same time. It's so weird. Sydney and I are very different in a lot of ways, which is good. All of the ways that we're different are good. <laughs> thank, thank you, Hiccup. Yeah, yeah. But also the ways that we're similar is are bad. Scary. It's scary. But it's bad because, like, when one of us is off our game, both of us are off yeah. our game. So it's not like we can record an episode and, like, you'll, you'll be fine and on your game. And, yeah. like, I'll be, well, like, we'll both be just, we like, call what's that even happening? Codependency. But it's also the we sense call that, that situational like, occurrences that both throw yeah. us off. And we have the same brain, too, because, like, we'll, something so random will happen and we'll have the same reaction. And it's great. Like, that's one thing. But they're never normal reactions. They're just like something something weird would say. And we just have to think at the same time, say it in the same voice, cadence, timing. It'll also be also always late. Never an appropriately timed response. But I appreciate that about us because it makes things it makes things fun. Sydney and I were at Zara earlier today and I was saying to her how everything that I think she says out loud. Yeah. Because I have no shame. <laughs> and that's very pleasant for me just because like whenever I feel guilty about like thinking something, she says it out loud and I'm like, oh. And then whenever I say stuff out loud, she's like, I was going to say that, but then I wasn't because of my karma. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm so, so it's the same but different. Yeah. I don't think karma exists. The one thing about karma is like, obviously, we're going to do an episode on spirituality, actually, just like to explain like how we view things, if, in case anyone cared or wondered. But for me, the one thing was that like, if let's say karma is real, I'd rather like be on its good side. Because like, what's the what's the worst thing that will happen? I, th- I don't say something that's bad. You know, that made no sense. But in my head, that makes so much sense. It's scary. Anyway, sorry for talking for two hours about literally nothing. We hope that this helps you or at least made you laugh or smile or maybe not smile at all but thank you for listening or maybe just wonder like how crazy are these two idiots yeah why are they so weird anyway thank you for listening um we love having you here we love this community we've built here um follow us on instagram at crying in public podcast tiktok some fun videos there at crying public podcast and our youtube we have mini episodes there every sunday and just look up crying in public it's the second thing that comes up we found out just hurts we'll get to number one eventually but we love you and we'll see you next week or i guess on sunday goodbye see that was scary that was cute and wasn't annoying for the first time i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.